So on today's episode, I have... Fifi the Ninja Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> What's your Twitter handle? Fifi underscore the Ninja. So Fifi as in like fee that you pay. So F-E-E-F-E-E underscore the Ninja. And he's official backs. Act official backs. <laughs> Welcome back for yet another Nerd About Life episode. And if you're new to the podcast by way of finding it on social media or via recommendation, shout out to whoever put you on and made sure that it lands your way. Subscribe, comment, like, share, and join the rest of us nerds who enjoy these types of conversations that we have on this here podcast. Now joining me for this episode is Fifi the Ninja. That's her Twitter handle. She's a young black bebes with a strong voice, in my opinion, one of my favorite people to have candid conversations about any and everything. So, you know, she fits the criteria. Which brings me to our discussion today, virality versus popularity. And in this one, we're discussing our thoughts on the two in relation to social media. And the backstory behind this is that late last year, both of us posted tweets that went viral. And I think combined, both of our tweets are sitting on 63,000 retweets and over 175,000 likes. And really, this episode is about unpacking the content of those two tweets, how they came about, because they're both based on real experiences. And just to give you an idea of what happens when your mentions get shook. So that's the kickoff for today's conversation. But there's points of departure throughout the entire discussion that I want to hear your feedback about. So if the spirit moves you while you're listening to this episode, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I've got to tweet at Nerd About Life about this. And you better actually do it. I'd love to go viral again. Okay. <laughs> it feels nice to mute a tweet because yes! like, it keeps going. Like, everyone yeah. just keeps going. Do on you still on. get notifications from that tweet? Really? Like, I think the first week was that week where it was like popping off. People were tagging each other to come see this tweet yeah, yeah, and all yeah, those yeah, yeah. things. And then I had to mute it. After it got to like, I think 5,000 retweets, I was mm. like, I cannot do this. Every time I check my phone, mentions I'm just like, and I couldn't do it. So it would be nice to be like, oh, I can't handle my Twitter again right now. Mm, mm. But uh-uh. it just seems like a lot of work. Now I have to think of tweets that I need to put out there. So I don't, I, I also don't necessarily get the the same hits from the same tweet as much. But in the moment when it was happening, the first emotion was just like, oh shit. People feel the same way. Y'all, y'all, y'all feel me like that? Like... <laughs> You guys get this? You understand me? Okay. Right? But your tweet, like, hit home, though. Well, how did it hit home for you and why? Read the tweet and then I'll tell you why it hit home. <laughs> so, backstory. There'd been a lot of unpopular opinion tweets yeah. that were floating around. On this specific day, when I tweeted this one out, it was just a moment of clarity. And I was just, I think briefly, I was thinking about the things that I had gone through in my journey of self-love and self-care. So then I tweeted, unpopular opinion. Practicing self-love is not as romantic as people make it out to be. There's more self-discipline, painful healing, and behavior correcting than scented bubble baths and trips out of the country alone. Yeah. 
You know how on Sundays people are always just like self care Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know about y'all, but my self care is not as cute. Yeah, the journey of self love for me has been really painful, and that's why I say correct. And, I feel and that. the point at which I say behavior correcting is because part of the self care is like calling yourself out on your own toxicity because yeah. sometimes you are the toxic friend, you are the toxic partner, you are the one. Who needs to be cancelled. Or sometimes it's not even about other people. It's just how you talk about yourself. How you talk to yourself. For me, personally, I struggle a lot with negative self-talk. So, like, I just... Or, like, deprecating... Deprecating? Is that the word? I don't want to say depreciating thoughts. (laughs) Self-deprecating. Yes, there we go. Self-deprecating thoughts or, like, self-deprecating jokes. And, like, you play around it all the time. But how much of it are you actually speaking into existence? And you're not loving yourself and how you're talking to yourself. You're just like, oh, you fat, what, what? Or not saying fat is wrong. But like you fat shaming yourself into looking a certain... Or fat shaming yourself into health. Like mm. the way you talk to yourself, oh, you dumb bitch. Like, and it's not even a joke. Like, oh, you dumb bitch. You just fell down the stairs. Ha, ha, ha. It's like when you make a small mistake, like... Like you start to go in on yourself yeah. about like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like yes. you don't even... You, you can't even... You know what I mean? So the reason why I put it out was because I was just in a point of clarity in terms of like the the self-care that you think you're supposed to do versus the work that you need to do to fill yourself up. It's harder than it looks. Yeah. A lot of the replies were like, ah, but there's nothing wrong with traveling overseas alone. There's nothing wrong with center bubble baths. I love those. And there was literally a guy who responded to one of the to repli- yeah. to one of the replies, and he was like, "You didn't read the tweet properly. You did missed you? the point. You missed the point because that wasn't the point. The point wasn't to compare the one with the other. Those things are not not self care. They're not not self love. The point was to say that it's that's all not, of it. Yeah, it's that that's is not a, the sm- that's not the part of self-care everything is self-care when you have to break a friendship yeah because that friendship is toxic to you that's self-care yeah when you have to quit a job without a plan that that is self-care when you have to seriously sit down and analyze the family dynamics that you have and decide that i don't want to be part of my family i or i don't want to go home for the holidays yeah that That is is self-care and that is the self-care i was talking about that it's literally painful to do but you have to do it. Like, you know, sometimes when you're in a uh, a rut, people talk about depressive episodes a lot. Like, you're in a depressive episode and you literally cannot get out of your bed. Sometimes that bath, it's so painful to do it. Right. Sometimes that is self-care. Not sometimes. Most of the time that is self-care. All mm. of the time that is self-care. Getting out of the bed in, in, a, in a non-glamorous way, mm. that is self-care. Sometimes you wake up and you can't do anything besides like Sharon going to work and that's it I I have a a philosophy that there's a difference between being popular and being viral right yeah. popularity for me is what twilibs twitter celebrities used to be back in the day and what promoters and influencers are today it's having a platform with a following and having a voice in the matrix. Okay. And that voice is the perception for the online community about you. And there's a level of fame and notoriety that comes with being popular 
So, so if they were to tweet something, what they would say is automatically popular. Maybe not automatically, but it would generally it's, be it's popular. It's likely to be because it's a consistent thing. They have that consistent voice. Okay. That they'll talk about something and it becomes popular. They'll talk okay. about this and you're right. Whereas on the other hand, virality is is an interest-pieced content that resonates and entertains a mass audience. Typically, there's no plan for you to go viral. Like it just happened. You put something out there and people ate it up. Exactly. Essentially, virality is something that is a phenomenon. So There's know, no plan behind it, but it is what it is. And it happens to resonate. It happens to maybe entertain or just strike people's interest. You know how like the those boys that were traveling the world with like one song and they were like dancing to it. Those four gorgeous looking boys, the dark guys. The, the Coupe Coupe, Samuel, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first video, it went viral because women were eating it up or like people that are attracted to them mm. were eating that video up and then they tried to do follow-up ones and then like, it just like right? went crap Because that burnt. was a viral sensation. It was not popular. Okay. So you put out a tweet mm. and you said, do you remember what you said? I think I said, uh, I put it in like inverted commas, I prefer your hair like this. And then I said, I don't care. I don't care, babes. <laughs> I don't care, babes. Babes, <laughs> yeah, BBZ. Yes. Yeah, so that's what you said. Yeah. I think I, the babes was the... Was the was knock. The, yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So, I think with that one, people related to it a lot. Like, people always saying, I prefer certain things on you. But you can't prefer something that's not on you. Prefer it on yourself, not on me. You can say, I like you. Excuse me. I, I like your hair like this, but I prefer your hair like this. What is that? Prefer it on yourself. It's like a backhanded compliment. Yeah, it, it was. And I remember when I wrote it, my manager at the time, because my hair was, I, did, I had nothing on my head. It was just like my short hair. And she was like, oh, I prefer your hair like this because it frames your face. And I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, so this okay. came from a real experience. Yes, it came from a real experience. Like my manager literally told me that I like, and my manager was like not a black woman. So she was mm. like, I, I, I prefer your hair like this. Oh, and she, and it wasn't the first time she had said that those specific words prefer. Mm. And I was just like, I really don't care what you prefer though. Like it's about what I prefer. I prefer my hair however way I wanted at that time. And I think a lot of people resonated with that in that people have said so much of those words to them specifically about their hair. Cause you know, as black girls, when you grow up, like your hair is everything. Like you look great because of your hair you look terrible because of your hair so when people tell you they prefer your hair like that it's like okay but like i don't care about your standards and i've worked so hard to get over people telling me what they prefer and me going to that so i know if my mom says she prefers my hair like this i don't like to hear that so like it's a oh. it's a triggering thing because you prefer my hair a certain way that means i look neat to you or i look a certain way to you and it's like can't i just express myself however way i feel can I not brush my hair today because I don't want to? Are you a hair enthusiast? Are you like a person who follows hair bloggers or are a hair blogger or are interested in being? Is Or was that just an expression of just being a young black girl who has to hear this all the time? I, I'm not, I don't think I'm a hair enthusiast or I'm not a hair blogger, definitely. But I, 
I, it was, you know, like growing up, you had to, black hair is, like you always ticked or marked on your hair. Like as a black girl, you can look, you can wear your, your dress above the knee with the right school shoes and socks. And you look presentable and they'll they'll tell you, but your hair is not presentable. And you're like, what? So it's like your hair is like a statement of some sort. And that's how people have been eating it up. So the tweet was just a thing of, I've tried to walk away from what people want my hair to look like. I want it to look the way I want it to look. I didn't, I didn't even expect people to like it at all. I was just like, you, my manager, but I flips you. out I phone, prefer, yeah. types it out because I can't be dealing with this alone. Someone, please, read someone this. see this. Yes, I prefer yes. your hair like this. So that's where it came mm. from. From a, I'm tired of you saying these things, and obviously, like I'm at work, I don't want to say I don't care to her. So I said mm. it in the tweet. That was my my dedication to her face. <laughs> <laughs> sub tweet, catch the sub, catch the sub, and then yeah, that's how it happened. So I'm a black girl and I work in corporate and corporate, they look at you like, hey, you look like you didn't comb your hair when you have an afro. And then they just look at you funny. The white people, oh, wow. Or you have a duck on your head, hmm, bad hair day. And you're like, it's none of your business, mm. Carol. Yeah. There's an episode of How to Get Away with Murder where Annalise literally dodges someone trying to touch her I hair. I remember that Did you, you see it? Yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. lady was trying to reach her. She's like, hey. Hey. Squirt. <laughs> have you ever had someone try to touch your hair and felt like that like what the fuck are you doing no i think i'm pleased or not pleased that's not right that's not the right word i'm lucky to have people around me that ask first can i touch your hair so i'm like yeah sure so i, I don't I, i've never had a person like just try to reach out to my hair like with a do black do girls it. have a problem with black girls touching hair or is it a problem with people of other races touching your hair? I think it's more of like a personal space thing. So like you wouldn't just want to touch my arm. or you. So it's not a race like, thing. It's a personal space thing. I, th- I think it's more of a personal space thing. Like you can like how it looks, but why are you touching it? Can you ask first to touch it if you want to go to the same person that did my hair and be like, no, I want to feel the fiber. I want to feel the texture of your hair. Is my hair the same texture as yours? Can my style, my hair hold the same hairstyle as yours? You have to ask. It's just the right thing to do. Yeah. Okay. So for example, you could be a young mom and you've or a new mom yeah. and you've just given birth. But that doesn't mean like every... Or actually, you're pregnant... pregnant and you see someone else who's pregnant, it doesn't mean go touch them. Yeah, ooh, you're pregnant. No, don't touch anyone's <laughs> thing. Don't touch. Ask first before you can touch. I think it's a, like, I think it's a personal space thing. But that's just me thinking it's not perfect. Mm. So, yes. Where are we going? We're turning left. We're turning, right? turn here. Turn. What's, what's the, because I'm left-handed, so. Oh my God. I don't, don't know. Do what's this side? What's this side? This, this is right. right. Okay, we're turning right. <laughs> I remember when the last time you and I went on a car together, you you were explaining to me How that my mom your mom, know yeah, what's yeah, her left and her right. You have to say on Bex's side, yes, or on Fifi's side. Okay, you're gonna turn on Fifi's side. Okay, yes. that works. <laughs> this is perhaps also a conversation that we can pick up in terms of the disconnect for our generation between the life that you live on social media versus the life that you live in real life, and understanding the difference between the two. Why should it be different? 
every single one of us, either consciously or, not, or unconsciously, build a persona online. Whether that becomes a vile persona, whether that becomes a popular persona. But one thing we need to realize is that what happens online is not completely 100% re- representative of what happens in real life. I think it's like, you know how people keep saying Twitter is not like real life and something in South Africa that shows you that for real, for real is elections. You know how on the, t- on the timeline we'll talk about we're not voting ANC, screw the ANC, then you go to the voting polls, the voting results come out and ANC has majority votes again. There you go. And then you're like, hey, boy, can't you guys, were we not not voting for the ANC and then you like then you realize that there's a lot more to life or a lot more to mm. us than what we talk about on here but you know onto the <laughs> a lot of people have said that cancel culture is very personal so as much as Nicki Minaj is dating a rapist and she's a rape apologist and she's doing all those things that we're against just cause I just, like we've spoken all about it we're gonna cancel Nicki Minaj but me, I'm going to cancel Nicki Minaj and you might not. And that's a personal journey for you. And that's what people keep saying that like, fine, we can't cancel collectively, but you should know that this person did X, Y, and Z. That's what people have said. And yo, I don't know how many times like you've said we're canceling Kanye West and then you go listen to graduation and you're like, this is an album. This <laughs> is the album. <laughs> and then also like with canceling I know I'm like moving away, but like canceling Kanye West, are we canceling like his new stuff or the old stuff? Fifi, <laughs> you can't be selective of the cancellation. You can't be selective. Why? Because I'm giving him food anyway. Yes. <laughs> yes. But yeah, cancel cancel culture is not a sham. It's a real thing. But also, you need to cancel your faves when okay. you're ready. Back to the first point. Popularity versus virality. Yeah. Is cancel culture a popularity thing or a viral thing? One word. I don't know if I can... Ah, I don't now know. you're giving me a sentence. I said I one word. Viral know. or popular thing. Because remember, popularity means that it sticks. Virality means it's just for the moment. Oh. You know what? I, I think it depends on who we're canceling. Kanye West, for example. We'll go back there. It's virality. Kanye is virality. You will cancel him when he talks nonsense about his politics and you're like, yo, Kanye, I get madly. And then like two weeks down the line, you are listening to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy and like you listen to power and that is your song. You are amping yourself up to that song. That is part of your gym list, gym playlist. That's you. Do you realize and accept that you are being slightly problematic? In this I know. Okay. I know. I'm just saying. I'm. I'm being. I'm. I'm, I'm Honest, taking. I'm taking yes, it as yes, as it is. That yeah. it's a. It's a. I think it's a virality thing, and with, like I said, it depends on the person. With R. Kelly, it was a virality thing for a bit, and then, and then it then became now it's a, a popular, popular thing. thing. Yes. Yeah, but I think for the most part, it's a virality thing, mm. but it depends on the person's habits and how often they keep. Like doing the same thing. So Arkel has always been a pedophile, but he was given leeway because Aliyah was the only one we knew about, mm. or this person was the only one we knew about, and we're just like, oh no, it was a mistake. I'm not saying it's a mistake. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm not saying it's a mistake, but it's a it's a thing of people are negligence. Saying, yeah, yes, or like, 
Okay, he ignorance. Made, yeah, he made a mistake, or or mm. it was just a time she tempted him. And then it was a habit of his to keep going for young girls, to keep was it targeting girls mm. that are younger than fifteen, and that was his type in inverted commas. And when we started picking up that habit, it was a shut it down. And then it became a popular thing because this is the person's character. And with Kanye West, you can see it building up. Now you just need to get to your point when you're like, hi, see, I like Ellen. Delete from library. The next one is Black Twitter. Mm-hmm. The outrage of Black Twitter, the funniness of Black Twitter, the, the culture of Black Twitter is that popular or viral? Like, is it all? Like, black Twitter, is it a, a one-sort thing? Is it a thing? thing? Is it a real thing? Or is it just, like, full of hype? I Nothing think, ever really comes from black Twitter. I think it's a popular thing. In this, in, in these two options. In, I you think would go with a, popular. Yeah, I think it's yeah. popular. What do you think? Do you think popular too? I think it's deeper than popular even. I think black Twitter is a real thing. I think black Twitter can affect change. Yes. I think black Twitter is the first time black people, not just even countrywide, not just even nationwide, but worldwide, we have a voice. I'll, I can tell you now that my tweet went viral because of black Twitter. Mm. And I think the same for you. Because most of the people were black women also, like... But I think a lot, black Twitter is affecting change in the way we speak. So you hear the word misogyny thrown around a lot, but you've went, you've gone to the dictionary to find out what misogyny means. You've gone and corrected yourself in speaking when you're like, wait, am I misogynistic? I'm talking about me specifically. So maybe not everyone and Mm -hmm. the other side of Twitter that's still learning. But we've come so far from what we used to tweet in 2012. And we're, at some point, we're going to work on our ableist language and how we just throw the ableist slurs and all those things out there. But it will get there. We're becoming aware of saying, you can't say, ah, I did some, something something stupid or something idiotic because it's like, mm. you, you, you once someone points it out at you and points it out to you like more than once, you start to like get back to yourself and go, okay, wait. Let's find better ways to describe this thing. You can't say moronic either because yes. it's stupid. Like, yes. So, for example, Black Twitter has been educational. Yes. It's been woke. You have the opportunity to do better and be better if you are on that, in that yeah. space. And honestly, you put yourself in that position also. It goes about it goes to who you follow as well. And I'm glad that some of our celebrities are learning as well with us some are dead set in their ways not to learn what colorism is but there's still others that learn and will pinpoint i or wrong more or wrong or wrong mm. yeah it's looking dark outside we've it been is. in your car for a whole day dark. but thank you so much thanks for having me back cheers to that clink, clink. <laughs> can we just give a shout out to this mic for not collapsing at any point like it's really been i'm steady. so proud of it wow it's like been steady the entire time.